Learning with our children should be fun. It should be such a joyful experience for all of us, but reality is, it's probably not always the case. So today, we are going to have a conversation about some ways to keep learning fun using games. And I am so excited to be in person today with a friend who I feel like is a friend, even though we haven't really even met until just today. Her name is Carrie De Francisco, and she is a retired homeschool mom. She just finished her youngest last year of high school. Her children are 22 and 18. And she has a podcast for homeschool moms called Coffee with Carrie. And also recently wrote a book for moms called Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee. So check those out if you have not yet. You will enjoy your time with her almost as much as we'll enjoy our time together today. And uh, if you want to follow her on Instagram, you can find her at Coffee with Carrie consultant. And she just shares so much wisdom there about ways you can have fun while teaching your children and helpful hints with learning with your children, whether your kids are homeschooling or in school somewhere. I know that you'll be encouraged to follow her. So I'm so glad you can be with us today. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Carrie, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thanks so, for inviting me. So fun to hear your voice like with your face <laughs> in real life. That's how it's supposed to be. Thank you. It's such a treat. So we're going to be talking today about ways to make learning fun through games. And I'm really excited about this topic, especially at this time of year, mm-hmm. because I think during summer, there's a time that we can kind of just put aside all the skills that we just mm-hmm. you know, learned during the school year. And also when it's time to get ready to start a new year, I've heard of many parents who say, okay, it's time to get started again. We're going to start writing or we're going to start reading more intentionally. But I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say it's about time to start the school year. We're going to start playing some games. <laughs> so I love this idea. We play games all summer long. So it's one of my ways to sneak in the learning and keep the learning going during the summer so that when we start back up at school, it's kind of a soft start and we Mm -hmm. ease back into it. Um, So we play a lot of um, math games that my kids didn't realize were math because we would use cards and dice and uh, a lot of games like that are on the table where they just have no idea that they're actually reviewing their science or their spelling. That's awesome. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, because you won't be able to see them if you're just listening, (laughs) I will make sure that this week that we we, um, release this, that I will share some of these games on our Instagram and um, even do a giveaway. So that'll be fun. We'll do a game Mm -hmm. giveaway between the two of us and share some of these games so that parents can get them into their hands and into the hearts and minds of their kids. Yes. That'll be a lot of fun. So how have you found games to be a beneficial part of learning with your children? Well, uh, first of all, it creates a love of learning. Mm -hmm. So um, I have one child, my daughter, who loves to play games. And I have one child, not particularly his favorite (laughs) thing to do. Um, But by playing the games, it made the math or the spelling 
just more fun. Um, it also helped, believe it or not, with sibling relationships. Because mm-hmm. um, I know sometimes siblings can be very competitive. Um, but depending on the games you're playing and the rules you set up, it actually would help mend some of the relationships that were um, maybe a little rocky that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also helped my relationship with the kids mm-hmm. because sometimes we would butt heads over writing assignments or we would butt heads over, no, we're going to do reading again or math again. Um, and so I would pull out a math game instead. And so we could have fun learning math and we wouldn't butt heads mm-hmm. um, with doing the assignments and things like that. And so um, it was just a lifesaver that way. Yeah. And it was also a time saver. Mm. So a lot of times um, it would take us 50, 60 minutes, or if it was reading, um, much longer. But if we played games, we could get an awful lot of math or science or history or, or uh, spelling done in 10, 15 minutes wow. instead. So um, it saved relationships. <laughs> it saved yeah. time. Um, and I was able to um, actually pull in some of those topics and subjects that I never got to. You know, mm-hmm. that pile mm-hmm. of stuff that we'll get to later yes. today when we have time and you never have time. Yeah. So um, that's actually how I did a lot of history and science. Wow. I did it through games. So what did that look like? Because um, I think when people think mm-hmm. games, they don't think, <laughs> oh, yeah, science and history. Right. Um, well, in our family, we didn't really, um, my kids didn't have a formal math curriculum. Until they were in um, fifth or sixth grade. And they didn't have a formal writing program until they were in sixth or seventh grade. Um, And we didn't buy any textbooks for science or history ever. We read our way through science and um, history. So I relied a lot on games. Mm -hmm. And so since I had that extra money because I wasn't (laughs) buying textbooks, every year um, my husband and I would just invest in two to three really good quality games Mm. and so we would look at what we were learning that year and I would try and find games that match so like some of my favorites is Into the Woods it's a great game for um, science in the food web and uh, Constitution Quest and 10 Days in Europe is a beautiful map Um, so that's what I would do I would Mm -hmm. invest that extra money or that found money um, into two or three games and we would just utilize those Well, and children learn through play. They do. Jean Piaget, uh, the child psychologist, would say that play is actually the work of childhood. Mm -hmm. And I love Mr. Rogers because he would say things like um, people look at play as resting from serious learning, but actually for a child, play is serious learning. Mm -hmm. So, um, And research shows that it takes 400, I think 400 repetitions for when you're learning something for a new synapsis to form in your brain. But when you learn something through play, it only takes 10 to 20 repetitions. Wow. So that's why I was saying it actually saves time, too. So when you're playing math games for math facts, they're actually learning their facts faster Mm -hmm. with less work and more fun. And they're, yeah, they're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think you mentioned something at the beginning that you just kind of like slid in there, but I think we should (laughs) camp on it for a minute, is that the goal is to teach children to love to learn. Mm -hmm. That I think the way that... Our American education system is set up, and oftentimes, whether your kids are in public school or private school or homeschooling anyway, mm-hmm. we do this thing where we say, yay, we're having fun, we're enjoying life, and then they hit five and we say, no now fun. stop with the fun, <laughs> it's time to learn. Or maybe we say, we're still going to have fun while we're doing this, but it's all about the content mm-hmm. 
And sometimes we lose the excitement for learning Mm -hmm. because we have to make sure we cover these things. Right. Because what if they can't read by this date? Mm -hmm. Or what if they don't know these facts by this date? Or what if they don't, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. fill in the blank. And But I think that if we can instill a love for learning in children, and not even instill, if we can keep ourselves from extinguishing the flame Mm -hmm. that they already have, I think Mm -hmm. every child is born innate learners. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how we don't say, oh, I'm going to teach my baby to crawl. (laughs) No, they just learn how to crawl. Mm -hmm. And they learn, they've been learning things and you've been teaching them, whether you realize it or not, Mm -hmm. all the way up, you know, their whole lives. But then... We all of the sudden think that we have to now teach them to love to learn. No, no. Mm -hmm. We just need to let that, we need to keep fanning that flame that God's Mm -hmm. already put in us. Mm -hmm. And I think the games do that. The games do that. And I love when my kids are bored um, because you had mentioned when I first got here that you have a closet full of games. Um, But one of the things that I found that we had to do was I made my husband build a shelf or bookshelf Mm -hmm. for us. And I had to display the games. It was an eyesore for my husband. So it had to be nice and neat. Um, But he built this bookshelf for us and I would display the games there in an orderly way so that they were there for me to see. So Mm -hmm. I could see them, grab them and play them. So I found that when they were out of sight, they were out of mind. And I was less likely to pick one up and play one at lunchtime or pick one up and play one when it was one of those days yeah, and yeah, things yeah. were falling to pieces mm-hmm. um, where I would just put the books aside and we would pull out a game. So, um, yeah, kids just love to learn. Okay, so you played games with your kids. Mm-hmm. How, how Dare I ask, how'd your kids turn out? it's really interesting because we played all kinds of games so we played games for artists um my son uh is really into music and music theory so Mm -hmm. he took um what's called certificate of merit exams and so those are really hard exams but i actually found a game called the lord of chords that does all this advanced music theory so my kids turned out okay because <laughs> they they know different kind of information that you wouldn't necessarily pick up if you were just doing book learning mm. or workbook learning or textbook learning like you were saying in the public school. Um, so they just pick up on different stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we would just play games like tacos versus burritos just for fun yeah. because they're totally insane games to play. Yes, and it's fun to throw burritos it's at your siblings. So we have the burrito one. I didn't know when we first got it that well, I mean, I knew it was like you throw burritos at people, which seemed like a fun idea. But I didn't think about that one of our children was two at the time. And so our everyone else just like went crazy with these burritos. And the poor two-year-old was like, what? Good, sorry. sorry, we're throwing burritos at Yes, room. throwing burritos is a lot of fun. And so is the, the simpler version that was created by the seven-year-old okay. called Tacos versus Burritos. And the kids don't realize that they're doing math because they're building their tacos and there's point systems to it. But it's great for boys Mm. because the things they're putting in their tacos is slime and just really gross, disgusting things. But but it's stuff Mm. like that, that the kids don't realize the information that they're learning or the fun they're having. But so fun. Mm -hmm. So fun. Okay, so you told me about your motto, that your Mm -hmm. motto to homeschooling is never let schooling get in the way of education. I love that. Share with me a little bit about that. So Mark Twain, he's one of my favorites. I'm mm-hmm. from the South. You take the girl out of the country. You can't <laughs> take the country out of the girl. Um, love the saying because I was um, a credential teacher. I am a credential mm-hmm. teacher. And so when we started this homeschooling thing, I thought, I got this. I know exactly what we need to do. And what I did was I brought school 
into the home and we tried mm-hmm. to do school at home and it was miserable for mm-hmm. all of us trying to um to do it that way or the traditional mm-hmm. way and um and then someone shared this quote with me and i realized you know what it's not about school we're, we're not in a brick and mortar um it's really about the education mm-hmm. and what the kids are learning and how they're learning um and i found as they get older um really what high school years is about is not just the, you're building on the fact that they love to learn but you're teaching them how to learn mm-hmm. um, because research is also showing that kids nowadays are going to change professions five times wow. before they retire So you could go to college Mm -hmm. for one degree, but then by the time you retire, you've had to relearn and reteach. And so, you know, education is way more important than the school. Absolutely. And everything's available at our fingertips Mm -hmm. that we can learn. I mean, goodness gracious, even all this podcast business that you Mm -hmm. and I have jumped into, like we didn't know how to do podcasts, Mm -mm. but then we learned about it. We watched videos and Mm -hmm. researched what other people did that worked and didn't and came up with systems that we did. And I think that that will... That will do our, do very well for our children into their future. Mm-hmm. So it's actually my son who taught me how to do all the podcasts. It's amazing. <laughs> well, and I think the fun thing about games too is again, regardless of the age of your children and regardless of the way that you are doing education in your home, there's mm-hmm. always space. You can always make space for a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it does, it brings you closer and it can be part of their, mm-hmm. their learning with whether they're realizing it or not. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's jump into the hows of this. Cause I know it's important now. We know what the games, some mm-hmm. of what that looks like. How does that work in a home? Well, first of all, um, what I always did was you're probably familiar to do it yourself is morning basket time. Yes. So we had this basket and every morning we would do as a family everything or some of the stuff that was in that basket. So the two staples in our morning basket were a read aloud book and some kind of game. And so I just made sure that Every day we played some kind of game and it didn't have to be a super long one like Monopoly, Mm -hmm. Um, although my daughter (laughs) loved Horsopoly. Um, But that was one way that we fit in and made sure that we got the games done. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was telling you before we started that um, I used lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So when we were sitting down, especially when Joe was younger, his hands were occupied with his food or his Cheerios or whatever. And so um, Francesca and I could play games mm-hmm. without having to, to worry about things being eaten, the pieces. <laughs> um, and it, the tradition is still there. So she's 22 mm-hmm. and we still sit and eat lunch together and play a game called Dragonwood almost every single day or phase 10. That's so special. Um, yeah. So we did it at lunch. And then also... Um, you know, you can just tell when your kids are having an off day mm-hmm. or that math concept is just not going to get through. And so instead of trying to push the workbook, I would just put it aside. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing an official math lesson or an official spelling lesson that day, we would pull out a game instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why having them on a shelf is very um, helpful, too, because I could just kind of go and peruse and pull something out yeah. and just just kind of take away the negativity and mm-hmm. try and have a little bit of fun. That's great. Mm -hmm. And let's make sure that this week that this airs, we'll share on our Instagram some different specifics of specific games, Mm -hmm. because sometimes knowing the idea of it would be fun to do a game, but Mm -hmm. then not having a game to fit the need makes it hard. But I would absolutely echo what you said about when a concept's hard, giving yourself the freedom to put your book away, 
because there's nothing magical about the book. The mm-hmm. book is not the concept. Mm-hmm. The book is a tool to teach the concept. So if that's not working and it's causing you and your child anxiety over the concept and in your relationship, it can mm-hmm. cause it to be very stressful when you've read the same paragraph 12 times and they still don't understand mm-hmm. whatever the concept is, that um, whether you have an actual game or if you just pray and say, Lord, mm-hmm. You know my child's heart and mind. You designed it and you've made it. You know it better than I do. Mm-hmm. Give me wisdom to know how to teach this in a way that it will mm-hmm. give more peace in our home because this stress is not of you, Lord. Nope. <laughs> you are not a God of math stress. Yep. And, and we have done that where I remember when one of mine was very little, I pulled out all of the little people, the little Fisher Price dolls, and we sat on the floor and instead of doing whatever that math concept was that was too hard, I am um, at that time mm-hmm. I said, okay, we're playing with little people today. <laughs> and instead of doing math and mm-hmm. the child was like, what? And I, said, I know. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> and so we did little people and then we've done it again where I've pulled out, you know, just simple paper and a marker and some stickers. And, um, there were some different facts that were really a struggle for someone. Mm-hmm. And so I made up a little game that we just played on some paper with some stickers and the stress was gone. Mm-hmm. There was no anxiety. And then I didn't even say that day, hey, remember that thing you were having a hard time with? Mm-hmm. I let it sit at the happy place mm-hmm. until the next day when we came back to it. And I said, okay, remember how that was hard? Well, yesterday when we did that thing with the stickers, that was actually it. So let me show you how that thing we did with the stickers <laughs> is the same thing your book was trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. Because the book doesn't know your child, right? but you know your child. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so I think there's a lot of... Yep beauty in that too. Mm-hmm. And I also like that you said you did it during morning time. I heard someone recommend that with your morning box to get, if there's something that you're missing in your day mm-hmm. that you think this needs to be happening and it's not to put it in your morning box time. And if you're listening to this and you have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> about morning box, I will do an Instagram live about morning box this week too, because mm-hmm. it's fantastic and everyone should do a morning box. Um, that's where I put my history games. Mm-hmm. So history and geography tended to be one of those things that we would get to when we had time. So um, I have an extensive, <laughs> extensive Supply. collection of geography and travel and uh, history games like Medieval Alliance is beautiful. And so those were the kinds of things mm-hmm. um, that I definitely would put in the box. And Mad Libs. Yes. I never, yes. I never liked teaching grammar. So no, we don't. We need- did grammar <laughs> through Mad Libs. And it works. And it works. And it works. I actually, I did grammar through a lot of things like Mad Libs also mm-hmm. as a child because I was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And I tested out of my freshman writing in college mm-hmm. because of the amount of writing that I did and the mm-hmm. amount of reading I did and then the games that we played. Mm-hmm. So it works. Yep. Okay. So you talked about incorp- ways to build your library, adding mm-hmm. games a few every year. And um, I like the idea of displaying them. Mm-hmm. I think you're right because out of sight, out of mind, you miss the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I also think you can use things that are super simple for games mm-hmm. like dice, dominoes, cards. Yep. What are some ways you use just the simple, simple supplies? Um, Well, I definitely use a deck of cards for just about everything. Um, And so uh, you can play battle with your little guys just to teach them number sense, just Mm -hmm. a traditional game of battle. Um, But if you... And it still counts. Okay, here's the other thing with that. It still counts. It counts even though it's not on paper. (laughs) Right. Because I think there's this idea that if you didn't write it down, you didn't learn anything. Right. But that's a different skill. The learning, the understanding the concept is one thing. The putting it on paper is actually a 
different skill that you're doing, which you should practice sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's not learned any less by doing it with battle. Okay, go ahead. And then you see it show up (laughs) in the kitchen when you're trying to double a recipe and they're able to do it quickly in the head. And they didn't write it down that day. They yeah. played games. I love with cooking too. Okay, uh-huh. we're not talking about learning uh-huh. through cooking. But, wow, but if we were, mm-hmm. we could talk about the, the fractions and the. I for mean, so some many reason, things. for some reason, the um, the cup measurement always got lost in my kitchen and I only had the quarter cup and the third <laughs> cup and a half cup. So when we were making cookies, you know, and it called for two and a half cups of flour, the kids yes. had to figure that out That's with great. the half cup. Yeah. That's great. I've actually had not done fractions with one of my children yet, not adding and subtracting fractions. Mm -hmm. And then that child was baking. My children love to bake, which is so fun. It's Mm -hmm. very messy. Like, put that out there. It's not a clean thing. Just be very real. But they could double a recipe without my help. Mm -hmm. So then when we got to things like actually learning fractions out of the book, they're like, well, this is easy. It's connected. I thought, well, that's because you've already been doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you could do fraction battle too. So you can use a deck of cards. It's so fun. Yeah. So you could play battle with two cards at a time. And the kids, if they're stressed out because of the, the speed of it, then you have two cards and they have two cards and they just multiply mm. as slow as they need to. And whoever has the largest product wins. Um, I use battle like that for um, teaching positive and negative numbers with my kids. Wow. And so the red was the negative and the black was positive And we would still play battle where they would turn over two cards and if one was red and one was black, you know, so you can use cards and and dice for just about anything. But um, I know people who aren't uh, looking at this on YouTube can't see some of the dice, but definitely get um, the dodecahedron dice or the dice that have 10 faces or 12 faces because any board game that you're playing with the kids can turn into a math review and they don't even know Hmm. it. So anytime they're rolling dice, you can have them add the dice. You can slip out the regular dice and put the larger numbers in there. So that way when they're rolling a regular dice and one that has, say, 12 numbers on it, they're actually practicing adding bigger numbers. It's just, it's an easy way to just throw in math and they don't even realize you're doing it. Easy if you know to do it. Yeah, they're just adding. <laughs> okay, what about dominoes? I love dominoes. My kids didn't love dominoes. Mm. So they wind up being more of um, uh, used like Legos and building blocks where they would line them up and hit them and watch them fall. <laughs> That's pretty much how our dominoes were used in our house. Yes. Um, We've had a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. But, they do that um, when I'm doing read-alouds. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. My daughter liked dominoes. We used it for adding and multiplying. And there's a great program. Um, your mom probably knows about it uh, called Math It. Mm-hmm. and pre-math it mm-hmm. that uses only dominoes oh interesting um, yeah so it's a really cool program but um yeah we we pretty much did paper and pencil dice yeah. and and cards fine mm-hmm. okay let's talk about littles. littles so with little children mm-hmm. what if you could recommend like one or two games mm-hmm. for like preschool age what would be one or two you would recommend for preschool age well they love to do um memory Mm-hmm. They really do. They hey, love they're good. That. They love that. And so I would get game card games uh-huh. um, for all subjects. So um, I have one for the Impressionist artist. I have mm. one for the Renaissance artist. I like have decks of cards? Decks of, well, they're actually or games um, that are. It's, it's a game. Okay. There's one for history. Um, but they'll have several of, say, Monet's um Uh, masterpieces Uh yeah and so what they're trying to do instead of collecting a pair that's the same piece they're looking for another Monet piece 
Ooh. It's really cool. Um, but we would play Old Maid with that deck of, uh-huh. with the Renaissance card and the Mona Lisa was the Old Maid. And so it, there's so no fun. thought involved whatsoever. They're just picking cards like you yeah. normally do for Old Maid, but whoever's left with the Mona Lisa you know, wins the game or loses the game, however you want to do it. But the littles have no idea Mm-mm. who Mona Lisa is. And, and, you know, but after playing that game for a while, um, they mm-hmm. recognize it on TV or, or somewhere where they're at. And little did you know. Yeah. And yeah. you're building their appetite mm-hmm. for beautiful art mm-hmm. in the process. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. my poor family and our budget after, I need to make sure I post the budget <laughs> podcast after the game one because I'm going to want to go like buy Remember, all just these two games. or three, Just two <laughs> just, or three a year. Um, yeah. And another thing that I would always do is I would try to find games um, like this one here, Into the Forest, where yeah. it's multi-level. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of games nowadays the publishers are finally starting to get a clue that um, families want to play all together. Mm-hmm. And so there, you can find tons of games like uh, Plays the Thing. It's all about Shakespeare and his plays. Okay. But there's three levels. Mm. So even kindergarten and first graders can actually play this game. Um, so try and find games like that that have different levels. And then I would just always have my younger one um, either team up with me or mm-hmm. team up with an older student, one you know, older Francesca, yeah. um, and play that way. Or if we were playing Monopoly or something like that, he was always the banker. That's what I was going to say. He was yeah. always the banker. When we play so, settlers, sometimes mm-hmm. yes, that's my, a fun one. Busy, my busy two-year-old will, if she wants to be involved, mm-hmm. can just be in charge of holding my pieces, and she mm-hmm. can play with the, the house or the roads or whatever, mm-hmm. and that will help. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites for littles is this game, Hullabaloo. Love and it. it's so fun <laughs> where you like, it tells you go to the, go mm-hmm. to a food, and it has yeah. music playing, and you run to a food, and it has little things like lily pads almost that mm-hmm. you like put mm-hmm. in different places of the room. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun because again, it's teaching them shapes and colors. I don't do, when people say like, well, what did you do for preschool? What I want to say is I don't do preschool, but the truth is we play hullabaloo and we color Mm -hmm. and we read books and we play blocks and we sort things. So we do, Mm -hmm. but it's through the fun learning, Mm -hmm. not the sit down and do a workbook learning. Mm -hmm. So, okay, preschool. Let's talk elementary. Do you have favorite elementary games? Um, actually the, the ones I have on the table, the Zeus on the loose is so much fun because it's a math game. It's an actual mental math game. Um, and they're trying to get to a hundred, but the different Greek gods and goddesses, uh, depending on their powers, if you happen to flip that card over, it subtracts 10 or adds 10 or brings you immediately to 99 Mm. or the lightning bolt brings you down to zero. And so it's a lot of fun because they're learning about the Greek gods and goddesses. Wow. But they're also practicing, uh, their mental math. So that one's a lot of fun. Into the Woods is a great one, or Into the Forest. Sorry, Into the Woods is a musical. <laughs> we could sing about it. I know. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, into the Forest, it's a great one because it's battle, uh-huh. but it has to do with um, the food web. Wow. So the kids flip over two cards, and whichever animal has the most energy points, or let's just say is the predator, and the mm-hmm. other one is the prey, well, they win those cards. And it's great for little ones, too, because you can either just count up the cards to see who won that way, or you can add up the energy points. Oh, that's fun. So we've loved, um, sushi go. Yes. That we play together. Mm -hmm. And that one's a really fun one that we Mm -hmm. play sitting around the table. And I love Moncala when my kids are elementary. That's an easy Mm -hmm. one to leave out too, because it's not so big and it's quick, Mm -hmm. especially having a lot of little children right now. I don't always have time to play a longer game, which I would Mm -hmm. love to do. Like my heart (laughs) 
just aches for long games, but it just is not realistic right now. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that's been a quicker option that I played a lot when I was nursing, I'll probably think of nursing my baby every time I play this <laughs> game, the Settlers of Catan Travel, mm-hmm. where you're just doing dice and it was easy because I could keep it out mm-hmm. so that when I'd sit down and nurse, my, we'd pull up a chair, two chairs. So my son could sit in one chair, I could sit in the other chair and we could use mm-hmm. the third chair for mm-hmm. our for our dice in the game. And that time together was so precious. Mm-hmm. I mean, even aside from what all we were learning, right? Yep. yep. And what about older kids? Older kids. I love Elemento. Okay. It's basically Monopoly, but with the periodic table. And there's another game called Valance, which is all about ions and chemistry bonds. So um, my kids learned all about salt bonds and ions and things like that just by playing um, this game. And kids love it, or actually teens love it, because they use graphic... Um, like graphic novel illustrations hmm. on the cards. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then that other game I mentioned, Medieval Allow- Alliance. Hmm. That one, it not only is it beautiful, um, but you learn all about medieval times uh, just by playing wow. the different cards. Because it's kind of like a simulation. Um, and so you take on different characters. Um, wow. And then definitely um, any Monopoly game. Okay. We've got them all. We've got wow. Oceanopoly, Horseopoly, Baseballopoly. Bible-opoly. And there's value in them aside from just playing Monopoly. Yeah, because you're learning on the cards. Um, like if you're trying to collect all the different kind of horses, you're learning about the horses mm. at the same time. That's fascinating. Yeah. So, Okay, so what a, one other one that mm-hmm. I really loved is Apples to Apples. Yes. Because that's one that we can do, I mean, somewhat all together. The younger mm-hmm. ones, if they can't read, mm-hmm. will just be on a team with mm-hmm. me. Um, and it was fun. This last year, we had times that we played different games with friends. And one of the ones we did was mm-hmm. the Bible, Apples to Apples. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting because it was another very biblically literate family. And it was so <laughs> fun hearing the kids make Bible jokes as they played with each other. Like, wouldn't that be so funny if we put this with this? Just because they know mm-hmm. they're so confident right. in that content mm-hmm. that... It was super fun. So fun to see those relationships being built yep. through God's word, through a game. Through apples to apples. Who knew? Yep. Hey, Carrie, this is so fun. I can't believe that we're already almost done. If you had one last thought you wanted to share with a mom, what would it be? Um, your kids learning is icing on the cake when you play games. Because it's really not about the, the learning or trying to uh, shove facts in their head or try and get them to finally learn um, whatever they're trying to memorize. If they learn in the process, that's it's a bonus. Great. It's a bonus, but it's really all about the relationships and building the the memories and the inside jokes. Absolutely. And remember mom when we did this. And so, yeah, just play some games. A family that plays together, eats together, and plays together stays together. It's the truth. <laughs> Carrie, thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. Oh my goodness, that was so much fun. We could have just talked games forever. I kind of wish we could all like sit down and just play games and watch how much our kids are learning and enjoying the time together. But that is one of the things I love about social media is that we can kind of connect from a distance. So I would ask you this week, as you connect with us on social media and enter to win the giveaway of the games that we have, I will share all about it on my account, Seek Holy Living, and Carrie will share about it on hers as well. Coffee with Carrie Consultant, and you can hopefully win those, but also share with me the games that you love, because I think that's one of my favorite things about connecting with people from a distance is you have favorite games just like we do, and if you share them with me, I will pass them on to other moms and would love to share them as well. If you loved this conversation about games, then you need to also check out 
Carrie's podcast, she did an episode on using games called The 10 Essentials of Homeschooling, Essential Number 6, Playtime, and Free Time. So subscribe to Coffee with Carrie. If you haven't subscribed to Seek Holy Living podcast, do that. Share them with a friend and tell them a game that you love and why it would be fun for them to incorporate those as well. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hope to see you on Instagram playing some games with your kiddos. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about how to prioritize your mental health.